Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And the driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Come back, pattern caught. Kansas City! Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome to the show, Brian Kelly. What do you think? Cardinals four and a half out in the wild card, ten out in the division. That is a long way to go, but uh, all you got to do is keep winning games. Who cares? Just win games. You got to win games. You're going to have to jump over a few teams on the way, but they uh, they're getting the performances they need, and uh, you know against teams they should beat. But you got to beat those teams, and they're doing it. So. Uh, Getting a little healthier with Flaherty back. We got uh, Michaelis coming in. You see the highlights of Miles Michaelis pitching to those double-A players. <laughs> it's like, that's not even fair. Yeah, I know, that's good stuff. And, and Flaherty pitching on Friday against the Royals. Mm-hmm. I mean, with all respect to the Royals, and that's a major league club with good sure. hitters. I mean, he made them look silly. I mean, he had yeah. one that was a broken bat, and the other one was an infield single. That's it. I mean, mm-hmm. he was tough as nails. So... They'll have Jay Happ going today, and then you got Flaherty going in the Brewer series. It's yeah. you know I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but you know that could be interesting if the Cardinals can sweep them. If they don't sweep them, it's not interesting. Right. I mean, it you know it just is what it is. I mean, if the Brewers sweep you, it's over. Yeah. Uh, if in terms of the division, the wild card's a little interesting to me because the NL East. You know, I have said all year, and I've told you in the newsroom over and over, like I don't pay attention to the wild card whatsoever. Too many teams in front of them. I don't see the Padres moving out of that spot. They're going to have it. It's going to be Dodgers and Padres. I don't know. I mean, you know, the the Padres got no hit last night by Tyler Gilbert and the Diamondbacks pitcher in his first major league start. That's amazing. Uh, There's something wrong with the Padres right now, and I have to think that they're going to fix that and get back. They're just too good to lose that second wild card spot. But if they start to fall back, somebody's going to snag it. 
Can these teams in the NL East hang in? The Braves look pretty good. Mets are fading. Phillies have a very good team. They just rattled off a long winning streak uh, to get to where they are. Uh, can the Cardinals make some magic? Now, coincidentally, you know, this is, we just celebrated last night at Kyle McClellan's Brace for Impact 46 event, the 2011 World Champions. We had on stage with me, Joe Buck, who called the the World Series, and which was amazing in itself that he showed up to that. But we had Lance Berkman there. Mm. We had Alan Craig and, and Jason Mott there. And it was fun talking to them. And it made it even more amazing to me because they were 10 and a half games out way later than this. Right. I mean, late August. Yeah. I'll never forget that. We had the Knights of the Cauliflower Ear Dinner at the MAC. I can't believe this is 10 years ago. It's just amazing <laughs> how fast time flies. But Klaibs and I and John Rooney mm-hmm. were to, the three of us were to do this show. And Rooney was the MC. And Klaibs and I go out in the crowd and interview the Cardinals. And right. the Dodgers just swept them. And they're 10 and a half out and then in a day game. And then they go in at night and we're like, what are we going to say? I mean, <laughs> this yeah. thing is... We didn't say it's over, but we're like, this is rock bottom. I mean, yeah. the Cardinals are kind of, you know, down in the dumps, and John Mosellock said a couple things, and LaRusso said a couple things, and then Wainwright gets up and gives this speech, which is now famous. I'm just holding the mic, and he's just looking at me saying, well, you know, the way I see it, we got uh, six games against the Brewers, right? Or what, what was it? I forget. It was, I think they were 10 and a half out. We have six more games against the Brewers, right? Yep. We went all six. We're four and a half out, right? So, yeah. And he goes, if we're going into September four and a half out, I think people would be paying attention to the Cardinals, something along those lines. Crowds right. are like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as it turns out, they go on this run and the Braves collapse. So all I'm saying is we've, we've uh, been taught our lesson before not to wave the white flag. Yeah. And I think fans, a lot of times you get frustrated during the season And, you know, there was a lot of complaints about the Cardinals not doing enough at the trade deadline. Well, you know that you've got Flaherty and and Michaelis coming back. Uh, You know, that's that's an addition. I would have liked another pitcher, um, but they did get Lester and Hap. I would have liked somebody, but they they were not going to trade a prospect. So I'm not in the camp of... Uh, I understand what the Cardinals did. Mm -hmm. I was greedy and wanted a bench bat. I wanted a starter. I wanted a reliever. I got two starters. Not necessarily what I was anticipating they would do, but, you know, Hap was good in his last start, and we'll see what he does today. You know, the Braves impressed me. They went out, got Solaire, got uh, Jock Peterson, got um, Adam Duvall. But I'll tell you, the Cardinals, to your point, you know, they do have firepower. I mean, they have players. Paul DeYoung's a key to me. If he can get himself healthy and on a streak, that would be big. And Mundo Sosa, nice luxury to bring off the bench. Arenado is one of the best players in baseball and is showing it. Paul Goldschmidt's one of the best players in baseball. You just mm-hmm. look at this lineup and say this this team can produce, but the bottom half of the order has got to come through also. If somehow Flaherty uh, changes this team, I mean, he'll go down as a, as a legend if they get even close here um, and, and somehow get into the playoffs. But, you know, the thing that Flaherty does is he changes the entire staff because without Flaherty, you had pitchers that were going three innings, four right. innings. Right. So then you have to make that up with the bullpen. Then the next day, you have to, well, we just used all those guys in the bullpen, so now it affects today. And then the next starter goes three, four innings. You just, it's it's a cascading effect. So there, there has to be a way for the Cardinals to, to hold steady here, and we'll see. Mike Schultz coming up in just a few minutes to talk about it. But 
Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I know they're beating up on the Pirates and Royals, but that's what you wanted them to do. That's what their mm-hmm. schedule says they're supposed to do. Yeah. And they've done that. They can't pay attention to the standings. If I'm them, I just put the pedal down and win games and see what happens. But who who better to lead this than Adam Wainwright? That performance the other night was legendary, and he gives the bullpen the day off. He gives everybody a boost because it was just so amazing what he did. And, you know, he's going to he's gonna lead this team, and we're going to see where he leads it. But, uh, you know, you get those pitchers back, and those are nice additions, you it, know. And I obviously would have loved to have seen him make another move or two and get some more help. But, but you know, when you have those two quality pitchers coming back, you, you can hope. You can't count on it necessarily, but you can hope that they're going to lead you back into the race. I agree with you. We'll talk to John Mosellock about it at 1130. Mike Schilt is next at 1015. BK, we appreciate it. Always. We'll be back right after this. Time to get the inside scoop on the Cardinals 2021 season with Redbirds manager Mike Schilt. Welcome to the Mike Schilt Show, sponsored by Bath Fitter. It just fits your life, your style, your schedule. On your voice of the Cardinals, KMOX. And Cabrera is trying to leave Santana on second. The 2-2 pitch with two outs. Here it is. Strike three call for a Redbird winner. Benintendi struck out ending the game last night. He strikes out tonight. This ball game has come to an end in Kansas City. And the Cardinals have won five in a row on the road trip. They beat the Royals 9-4 and go for the sweep tomorrow behind Jay Happ. Yes, they do. And Cardinals manager Mike Schilt joins us now. It's the Mike Schilt Show on KMOX. I'm Tom Ackerman. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Doing well, Tom. How about yourself, sir? I'm doing great. Cardinals play at 110 today in Kansas City against the Royals. Time to get out there and get after it. And five in a row, indeed. It's been a good trip for you. Just, I mean, we're going to go in reverse here just for a bit. But based on that call last night, that had to feel good. Shaking hands again. That's the goal. That's the goal. It's always show up every day. Yes, sir. The nine to four Cardinal victory. Let's go back. I, I I love going through these games with you, and I love to go through last night's game by itself because there was so much going on. But if you wouldn't mind just kind of going back in time just a bit. So back to Tuesday because your starter today, Jay Happ, started on that Tuesday game against the Pirates, and he was good, wasn't he? I mean, you know, you acquired him. Uh, the Cardinals acquired him uh, because of his experience. And it was just a matter of time, and he showed it in that game in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's had two starts, both both good starts for us, and uh, threw a one hitter through six, um, gave up the homer to Park, but otherwise was uh, tremendous. Let the game with the lead, and we were able to bring it home. You he were did, did a really nice job as yeah, well. Absolutely, a four one win for you, and you went to that bullpen. Uh, Helsley held things down with a couple of Ks in the seventh. Henesis Cabrera, boy, was he good. Came in in the seventh, closed that out, and then back in the eighth for a 1-2-3 inning. And then Alex Reyes shut it down, and you got that win 4-1 to one over the Pirates and a great start to your series. And we all know that Adam Wainwright has been great to bounce you back after a loss. He comes back after a win and puts together an absolute masterpiece. I mean, I'm going to play a couple of highlights from it, but Mike, what can you say about what Adam Wainwright did on Wednesday, August 11th in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? Well, that's about as good as it gets. 88 pitch, uh, shutout, complete game, two hitter, uh, got two hits himself, RBI single, um, ground rule double. He was tremendous, you know, throwing it where he wanted to, when he wanted to, how he wanted to, and um, part of pitching was on display, and 
you know, we didn't have to even get anybody up. He's in total control um, in every aspect of the game. I heard Ricky Horton say that. that It was the first time he heard Brian Eversgird say it was the first time in his career that the phone didn't ring out in that bullpen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, we had some sprinkles during the game, so the tarp was on the – on the bullpen mound, and uh, we noticed in the highlights of it, you know, Harrison made some really nice plays in the eighth and the ninth. Um, nice play to end the game with Eddie and, and Goldie, but um, uh, start off the ninth, you know, Goldie uh, Bader made a nice play going back on the ball. I noticed in the background the tarp was still on the on the mound in the ninth. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Here it is. The one-two pitch, a line drive into left center field. Here comes Bader. He dives and makes the catch. Two gone in the ninth inning. And an inning before he did this. Bueno over the head this time and his pitch. That's hit hard into center field. Bader on the move. He dives and makes the play. He laid out and made the play. Very acrobatic in center. Harrison Bader takes a hit away from Defoe. And I heard Mike Claiborne talk to him about it and talk to you about it the next day on our pregame show that it felt like a no-hitter. And that is a tribute to everybody playing exceptionally well behind Adam Wainwright. Yeah, no, it did. It felt like, you know, you got the guy going, he's out there dealing, and, you know, people are starting to be aware he's got a shutout going. First of all, he want to win the game, but also you're aware that he's got a shutout going, and everybody want to do their part to, to um, preserve it and bring it home. Yeah, it was pretty wild. So here, yeah, here he is in the ninth inning. Here's the call. Now Park is the batter, and there's a ground ball off. Wainwright's glove to the second baseman, Edmund, who throws a one-hop throw caught by Goldschmidt for a Redbird winner. Adam Wainwright with the complete game and a shutout. 4-0, the Cardinals over the Pirates. Wainwright is congratulated, hugged by Yadier Molina. The other players on the field are coming together, shaking hands, celebrating the Cardinals' second straight win in Pittsburgh and a chance to go for the sweep tomorrow behind Wade LeBlanc. What a night for Adam Wainwright. I mean, that's what I expect, you know, to, to do when I go out there. It just uh, doesn't always happen like you want it. But um, I had good fastball command tonight. And didn't, I don't feel like I tried to throw maybe three balls hard all day. Just tried to locate and sink the ball and cut it and curve it and change it a couple of times, and we'll see what happens. But, you know, our defense was amazing. Defense was great. There's a, guy, a lot of those guys got grass stains on them right now. And, and uh, got some timely hits, so it was cool. That's who he is. Number 50 calls that a team win. We all know that it was a magnificent performance by Wainwright and Yadier Molina. That has to be incredible for a catcher, Mike, to call a pitch and your pitcher hits it just about every time. Like, it gives you chills to think about what that's like. And as you've said before, they share a brain, don't they? <laughs> they do. You know, they're, they're soul brothers, been together a long time, won a lot of baseball games in sync, and I know that was another magical day for both of them. Well, they call that a Maddox, a complete game shutout in under 100 pitches. He does it in 88. Mike Maddox, your pitching coach, Greg's brother. Uh, What a family. What a moment that must have been also for your pitching coach as the Cardinals get the win uh, in Pittsburgh by a final of four to nothing on an epic performance by Adam Wainwright. And then the next day, so I had the pregame the next morning. I knew what my first segment was going to be, a replay of the Wainwright complete game shutout. That was an absolute blast. But your team came out and got after it on Thursday, first inning. A lead at second for Carlson. Another look back there by Brew Baker. The pitch, a swing, and a line drive down the left field line. That ball's going to get down and go to the corner. Backhanded near the wall by Alford. And into second with an RBI double, Nolan Arnato, 1-0 Cardinals. 
Cardinals get that lead, and then after a home run by Moran, a three-run shot, uh, the Cardinals are down 3-1, to one, and you also lost Wade LeBlanc in that game. So another great performance by Wainwright because you were able to get to your bullpen, Mike. Yeah, you know, Wayno, that was a double win for him because, he, you know, we mentioned the bullpen didn't even have to get up, phone didn't ring. Um, unfortunately, you know, at the end of the second, um, Wade uh, comes out with some shoulder stiff or some elbow stiffness, rather, and, um, you know, at that point we had to piece together the, the rest of the game with the bullpen. We're down 3-1 on a smoking hot day and, um, you know, could easily, you know, kind of pack it in a little bit, but this group doesn't do that. It's not in their DNA, and Paul Scratch called back. You know, Dylan went out by the same moment that <laughs> that Wade did, and the bullpen did great, and the guys that came in did well, and, and everybody's uh, team, team effort after that. My understanding is you're going to miss Wade for a little while, but the good news is there's nothing structurally uh, amiss with his elbow. That's correct. That's good. Uh, so, And then this guy, I'll ask you about his health in just a moment, but this was a big, big clout right here, fourth inning. Paul DeYoung at the plate. First pitch to him is hit high down the left field line, towards the line, moving over to the track, to the wall, and it's gone. Paul DeYoung has homered and tied this game. Big fly DeYoung, his 16th of the year. The fly ball home run just stayed fair. Way to go, Paulie D. Paulie D with a big home run there. He's done that for you so many times, Mike. First of all, your comment on that, and then how is Paulie doing? Yeah, big swing. Uh, Paulie said, um, you know, his numbers aren't as, you know, you look at the numbers overall, and they're not as good as the year we would like. This guy's really swung the bat well um, since July, and uh, it's had some big homers for us. You know, big homer late over in Cleveland helped us win a ball game. Uh, some homers recently, some doubles, sack fly the other night to um, help us extend the lead with two strikes. But, yeah, that was a big swing. You know, you're down three to one, gets the ball he can handle and puts a good swing on it and backspun it out of here. And um, that was huge to get us tied and get some momentum back on our side for that game we ended up winning. And as far as how he is, came in yesterday for the game and back um, locked up on him, seized up some spasms and uh, just talked to him a minute ago and, um, he's doing a little better, still going to be a little compromised today, and uh, but we're hopeful he can get it behind him sooner rather than later. That's good. I see you have Sosa in the lineup today at shortstop, and in right field you have this guy. Swing and a long drive to right field. Polanco backing up to the track, and it's a big fly. Lars Newtbar has given the Cardinals the lead. He homers to right, drives in two. It's his first homer. As a big ligger, and it's five to three Cardinals. When he hits them, they go, don't they? He hit one in Kansas City that we'll get to in just a bit. But Lars Newtbar, what's been your impression of the young man in your outfield, Mike? Uh, well, clearly a big at bat. Good time for your first one to, um, you know, uh, give us that lead that we didn't relinquish. Um, you know, pinch hit goes in. Um, again, we're trying to get through the bullpen and make a decision to, to hit <coughs> early in the game and. Lars made it pay off and big swing the other day for a insurance home run. You know, he's a smart young man. He plays the game. He's, he's paid attention. Um, that's one of the things we've noticed initially. He's, you know, clearly got some ability, but he plays hard. Uh, doesn't, that goes and plays and make the big leagues bigger than they are. You know, it's a, it's a challenging league. It's the highest league, but you know, he shows up his skill set to skill set goes play prepares and, and, uh, 
you know, he's on point with what he's doing, and, and uh, he's been a welcome addition to the clubhouse. It was a big, big home run. to gave you that two-run lead. As you said, Moran hit a home run, but he they couldn't catch you. It's 5-4 on a solo home run, his second home run of the game. Kisner gets the RBI in the sixth. Gallegos closes down the eighth. Goldschmidt drives in a run in the ninth for some insurance. Reyes gives up two, but in the end, he gets the save, Mike, and that was a hard-fought 7-6 win to get that sweep. Yeah, hard fall team win. A lot of good things, a lot of little things took place. You know, Mission Kids is RBI. You know, at first and third, it's a chopper up the middle. Eddie busts his tail, um, beats the force, guys throws a first. That was a run to score. Um, that's a run that ne- we needed in a one run game. Rondon comes in when Carlson goes out. Um, O'Neill's not available that day other than they're just taking a bat. And so Rondon comes in, makes a nice slide and grab on Castro, sinking liner in the fifth. And, um, then has a really good at bat off Bedner, who uh, had a clean eighth and looked really sharp. But goes back out for the ninth. He fights him and gets a gets a ball he can handle with two strikes and hits a double down the line. And Mitchell Goldie drove him in on the ball down the right field line, and you know then they're being the game winning run. So a lot of good things took place. Bullpen was really good. McFarland, you know, Miller gave up the homer to Moran, but otherwise was good. Luis Garcia was really good again, um, as he was last night. Um, and then Cavi was was tremendous. Um, Finishing the seventh, getting or finishing sixth, rather getting the into the seventh. Geo finished the seventh, gets the eighth, and um, we brought it home from there. Yeah, it was a really, really good win. A 7-6 win over the Pirates, a team that came out and just annihilated the Braves early in their game yesterday. They can erupt sometimes, and you were able to hold them off in that last game as they tried to. A 7-6 win over the Pirates. You sweep that series. And then you went to Kansas City, and we're going to get into that series. That's where Mike is right now, ready for a sweep today. They're going to go after the Royals with Jay Happ. The Cardinals and the Royals, a 1-10 first pitch. Joe Pott will have the pregame at 1215. We have the Cardinals manager, Mike Schilt, on the Mike Schilt Show. I'm Tom Ackerman. We'll continue with the skipper right after this. Welcome back to the Mike Schilt Show, sponsored by Bath Fitter. It just fits your life, your style, your schedule. On your voice of the Cardinals, KMOX. And he seems to be throwing free and easy, too, and that's exactly what you want for the Cardinal right-hander. Who is 31 and 23 in his career? There's a fastball outside corner, strike three. Caught him looking. Back to back strikeouts for Jack Flaherty and back to the top of the order in Whit Merrifield. Well, how nice was that to see Jack Flaherty back on the mound for the Cardinals on Friday the 13th against the Royals and rejoining us as Cardinals manager Mike Schilt for our second and final segment on the Mike Schilt Show. And Mike. Jack Flaherty looked awfully good in his return, didn't he? And uh, nobody happier than you uh, sitting in the dugout watching your guy get the job done. Yeah, it's great to see Jack back. It was a uh, you know great for him. Obviously, uh, two and a half month of absence definitely missed. Clearly, obviously missed. Um, his credit worked his tail off during everything he he could do at the highest level um, with attention to detail in his rehab and came back and didn't miss a beat was tremendous um fastball with life on it locating it um the good slider and showed a really good curveball as well to to balance up his um very very uh, impressive repertoire six innings no runs two hits no walks five strikeouts for jack flaherty whose era drops to 2.65 and he's nine and one on the season after missing two plus months that's incredible and also he throws 81 pitches and mike that was by design wasn't it you wanted to make sure let's uh, ease jack back into this and uh, not overexert him 
Yeah, I mean, you know, he uh, had a couple rehab starts, hadn't gone more than uh, 70, 78 pitches and um, hadn't thrown more than four innings. So we didn't want to extend him too far. I thought the 80-85 mark and plus, you know, the big league effort um, and stress level is a little different um, than the minor league stress level. So, um, you know, we were going to be careful with him, but he was in control, very efficient to his credit, um, was able to get through six, Yachty with a, Really nice play to, to um, make a great throw on Dyson uh, to end the sixth, and and um, and that was a, a nice nice start for Jack. It was good to have him back. It was, and I, I liked Gallegos inning too. When Gallegos pitched the eighth, boy, he had some fire coming off that mound, and and that, I love seeing that emotion out of him uh, right before his the big birthday. But Gio uh, has given you everything he's got. He is uh, some competitor, isn't he, Mike? As he closed out that uh, eighth, as the Royals were trying to make something happen. Uh, Gio has been tremendous for us uh, for several years now. Big, big part of the success of this club, and um, really hard of a of a champion. Competes well, and uh, yeah, he had a a jam there and was able to get out of it on a fly ball to center from Lopez on a on a tough at bat he put on him, and uh, you know he showed emotion and you know excited to be able to come off and and leave him leave him stranded out there with a, with a zero. And um, yeah, I had a birthday yesterday that he was able to celebrate as well. And you were able to celebrate one earlier this past week. So happy birthday to both of you. And Miles Michaelis is pitching now. Michaelis is working his way back. He pitched against Cedar Rapids, and his numbers were very good. He walked no one, struck out eight, as he threw 86 pitches over seven innings. Mike, what is uh, up ahead for Miles Michaelis? Anything official yet? Uh, nothing official. He'll, I would imagine he'll, re, he'll rejoin our our rotation. We have a spot open, and matter of what, when that, where that falls. But it sounds like a very encouraging night for Miles. Um, good fastball, you know, ninety three, had top at ninety six, and got through seven innings and um, no walks, which is typical of Miles. And all reports are favorable. I saw that Kamish uh, relayed the news that uh, KK has been playing catch. That has to be. A nice thing, and I think, as mentioned, and as mentioned multiple times by you, that you know this is not necessarily about anything structural either. This is about recovery for KK, isn't it? Yeah, it's about you know just feeling good, recovering, uh, being able to go deeper in games. I don't want to compare him because this may not be fair, but just a comparison for people that you know, similar to Carlos years ago when he was starting, he just was um, had trouble getting through you know a longer part of the game you know, and then had trouble recovering similar with KK, you know, he's um, been effective, just had, had trouble getting deeper into games and feeling good, you know, long innings, take it out of him. And then um, the recovery aspect the next day hasn't been as quick as, as here we would like. Uh, but you're able to get the job done in that game on set on Friday with Jack Flaherty and to catch up to yesterday. So a Cardinals game in which they're trying to win a series, you go out and what a way for this game to start. John Lester's pitching. How about this play? Fairfield played at second base last night, right field in this game. Seven hits in his last 29 at bats. A 270 hitter with eight home runs, 54 RBIs. He hits the ball off Lester's glove to the shortstop, Sosa, who barehands and throws him out. <laughs> One, six, three. Nicely done. Very nice. What a luxury that is, David. Mundo Sosa coming off your bench and making plays like that. He is some player. Yeah, he's did a nice job for us. He really has. Had a wonderful game last night. Um, he's played 
good baseball in a lot of areas, a headsy player. Um, yeah, it's a nice, it's, you know, it's, a, it's what good teams have. They have good players, Tom. It's, it is a nice luxury, but, you know, it's kind of what we expect with the Cardinals to have have good players at, you know, every part of our club that can help us win games. I hear you. We've had our eyes on Sosa for a while, for sure. And in the fifth inning. 1-1. One, one. Sosa swings and bounces this one to the shortstop. And it goes off Lopez Glove. And the second baseman, Alberto, tried to reach the ball with his foot on the bag and was off the bag. Everybody's safe, and that looks like an error on Lopez. They give Sosa a hit on that play, and the Cardinals then cash in this way. A ground ball, base hit to left field, scoring one, scoring two. The Cardinals take the lead on a hit by Tommy Edmond. First and second, one out, two to one, Cardinals. Remember I told you my oldest daughter said Tommy Edmonds the best player on the Cardinals. <laughs> and he delivers a two-run single there, Mike, to flip that game. It's one nothing. Now you're up two to one. He has done it over and over, hasn't he? Yeah, he's a nice player as well and uh, did a nice job. Um, didn't try to do too much. You know, put a ball in, in the six hole, two-run single. You know, Newport deserves some credit. He was hustling um, on the ball that you played for Sosa. Because um, that ball kicked off Lopez's glove and kicked over to um, Alberto, and and uh, Newball was able to beat that force, which allowed to keep that inning going and set up Eddie for that for that single. And then in the seventh, the Cardinals get it going with a Bader single, a Sosa single, an Edmund single. They change pitchers, and here is Paul Goldschmidt. Here it comes, swinging a fastball, and it's a line drive to center field. It's going to drop for a hit. One run scores. Here comes another. Tommy Edmond scores, and Goldschmidt delivers a two-run single to center, his first hit of the game, and the Cardinals have extended their lead to 4-1. to one. That was a big-time moment in this game for Goldschmidt. Next batter, Nolan Arenado. Two balls, two strikes, two outs again. And here comes the pitch. It's a curveball that's hit high and deep down the line towards the corner, and it's a big fly. Nolan Arenado hit a hanging curveball, his 24th home run of the year. Two more Cardinal runs. They now lead 6-1. to one. Cardinals have that kind of lineup in the middle of the order there. They can do it to you very quickly, and suddenly it's a 6-1 game, Mike. It's something when Goldie and Nolan do their thing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an important part of our lineup. Those guys are huge, huge parts of it, clearly, and uh, – you know, Goldie has a heck of a Batman. Got on top, Stalmach coming in. Got a nice arm and just stayed on top uh, of, a, of a you know heater up and, and big two-run single to, to center. And then no one gets a breaking ball that he deposits down the left field line. And then later, you know, Goldie uh, with a sack fly and and uh, then no one had a big two-run double. So great production from the the, the heart of the lineup. And you build that five-run lead, and John Lester's in position to win the game. He ends up getting the win, and he goes five and two-thirds, gives up one run. Seven hits, two walks, two strikeouts. What did you think of John Lester yesterday? I thought he made his pitches. I thought he pitched the ball well. Um, you know, his fastball, was, he was commanding it. Uh, curveball was good, changeup effective. Um, you know, kept the ball on the ground. You know, defense made some nice plays behind him, but that's what, you know, we're supposed to do and, and don't take it for granted. But guys play good defensively. Positional was good. thought he made pitches. I thought he was in control of what he was doing. Did a nice job. Gave us, a, gave us a chance to win and got the win. He did. And meanwhile, Ryan Helsley and Luis Garcia come in back-to-back. They record seven outs, and five of them are strikeouts. That's pretty strong. And uh, you have some good relief at your disposal, don't you, in the middle of your bullpen? 
Yeah, we've shored some things up. Luis Garcia has been a very, very welcome addition, as has McFarland. They've done a nice job for us. Um, come in and doing what their skill set allows. Garcia's got a really heavy sinker and a really dirty slider last night that was effective, both of them, and, you know, made it, you know, did a nice job in that in that seventh inning. And um, Hells did a really good job, you know, finishing out the sixth and, and grabbing the seventh. And uh, Garcia got the eighth, rather. But, you know, both of them were really good. Hells was good the night before to close it down. Um, really dirty cutter. So both those guys have been very effective. Goldie and Arenado did it again in the ninth sack fly and then a two-run double by Arenado to give you a 9-1 lead. Uh, Andrew Miller had a little trouble there in the ninth, giving up three runs, but Henesis Cabrera closes it out, and you have a 9-4 win over the Royals and go for the sweep today. And as you noticed, I haven't mentioned the standings at all because – you know, right now it's about stacking wins. Uh, you'll deal. You'll let us deal with that stuff, right? Look, <laughs> looking at the, uh, at, at what everybody else is doing. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, I say it all the time. We just take care of our business, and you know, if we had the ability to, to do anything about anybody else's, we'd do it. But we have zero, um, so we spend our time and energy and effort on uh, what we can control and and play good baseball and try to figure out a way to um, to win a baseball game today. That's right, and you'll be taking on the Royals in Kansas City in that great ballpark over there. And as you also may have noticed in these highlights, I'm hearing a lot of roars when the Cardinals do something mm-hmm. good. Yeah. You, you've been paying attention, I'm certain, to all the red in the seats. They're there for you. Yeah, it's great. We, um, you know, our fan base is, is amazing. Um, you know, anywhere you go, it's, it's uh, you're going to have Cardinal representation. It's uh, it's a really special organization. <clears throat> it's um, it's amazing the support we get and course when we're you know down playing or up playing um uh, you know here in kansas city we know we're going to get a lot of got a red out there that's going to be supportive and you've seen them around town and you know they're showing up and, and giving us uh giving us a lot of love so we're very grateful for it and before we get to our dolan memory care memorable play of the week i, I will leave you with this i uh, did an event last night for Kyle McClellan and his wife Bridget's charity, Brace for Impact 46, and we had a roundtable up on stage. Uh, Joe Buck joined me, and we had Lance Berkman, Alan Craig, and Jason Mott from the 2011 World Champions. And one thing that stays with me, because he said it 10 years ago, and he said it again last night, Lance Berkman said, we literally had every single person on that roster make a huge commitment and contribute to that championship, and it was so tight. Uh, down the stretch that if somebody didn't do X, we don't win. You know, it, it came down to that. It truly was a team win for them back then. And that holds true today with, with what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, this is a group. I mean, you can't, there's no guarantees in this game, Tom. Um, if you're all in, there's a definite guarantee if you have people that aren't. Um, and I can confidently tell you, uh, I've been on display the last couple of years, last year, clearly a rough year. Obviously, that 2011 team, magical, um, and and those are some good guys that you uh, you mentioned right there. Um, but uh, you know, this is a group that's all in too, and we're going to take our best shot. We're going to get out there and lay it out every day, and we're going to see where it ends up taking us. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna make a run of this thing. I can tell you that. The memorable play of the week is sponsored by Dolan Memory Care Homes. If you have a loved one with dementia that needs a safe place to live, contact Dolan Memory Care Homes, where they have no more than 11 residents per household. Visit dolancare.com. Mike Schilt, what's your memorable play of the week? It's hard to capture the one moment, but, you know, it's been a good week, clearly. But, uh, you know, it's not really one moment. Wainwright's complete game 88. 
uh, pitch shutout was uh, was pretty pretty memorable. We will let people hear it on our way out of our discussion here. And Mike, we will uh, let you hang on for it as well. But we'll say uh, good luck and have a great game today as the Cardinals take on the Royals and go for that sweep. Thanks, Tom. Have a blessed day. You too. Now Park is the batter, and there's a ground ball off. Wainwright's glove to the second baseman, Edmund, who throws a one-hop throw caught by Goldsmith for a Redbird winner. Adam Wainwright with the complete game and a shutout. 4-0, the Cardinals over the Pirates. Wainwright is congratulated, hugged by Yadier Molina. The other players on the field are coming together, shaking hands, celebrating the Cardinals' second straight win in Pittsburgh and a chance to go for the sweep tomorrow behind Wade LeBlanc. What a night for Adam Wainwright. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Balls, two strikes, two outs again. Here comes the pitch. It's a curveball that's hit high and deep down the line towards the corner, and it's a big fly. Nolan Arenado hit a hanging curveball, his 24th home run of the year. Two more Cardinal runs. They now lead 6-1. to What a win for the Cardinals yesterday. Arenado with four RBIs. He now has 75 RBIs on the season, and he visited with our Mike Claiborne. Our player of the game, and there were a lot of them tonight. We'll start with Nolan Arenado. You hit three balls that should have been home runs. One, they actually counted. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I feel like I had some good at-bats today. Uh, Keller got on me just a little bit on the one I flew out to left center. I thought that last one I thought I should have got, but I don't know. The ball ain't traveling a little bit, traveling too good today. But at the end of the day, we got the win. That's the most important thing. I'm just happy to contribute and play a part. How big is this? Because you guys have played Kansas City and been in this situation before. Their team is scrappy. You can't let them stay in a ball game because they can be really tough on you. Yeah, you know, I think at the end we just kept piling on. That's what we have to continue to have good at bats, continue to scrap. Um, you don't want to give anybody an inch. You don't want to give anybody momentum in this game. And I mean, I, I just feel like we can't afford to do that right now. We have to continue to push and carry the momentum and have quality at bats, and that's what we're able to do. I know good, good, def- good offense can be contagious. What about good defense and Amundo Sosa? What he's done in the field and certainly at the plate tonight. Sosa's been absolutely critical. You know, it's not easy to be a bench player. It's not easy to be a bench player. I mean, he's just been unbelievable. He's a great player, works extremely hard, great teammate. You know, he's not pouting when he doesn't play. He comes to work every day, and uh, we're just happy he's on our team. I like hearing him talk about a teammate like that, and Mundo Sosa, who has been a great contributor to this team, and Arenado. He's anybody you'd rather have in your corner if you're trying to make a push here, as the Cardinals are. They win it 9-4. to Arenado has a great, great game. Now, the Pirates just ambushed the Brewers yesterday in the first game of a doubleheader. 14-4 to was the final in that one, but the Brewers came back and shut out the Pirates in the nightcap 6 to nothing. The Red Reds, meanwhile, were handled by the Phillies 6-1. to So what does that mean in the NL Central? The Brewers lead the Reds by eight games, and the Cardinals are 10 games back, even though they've won five in a row. They still have 13 on the schedule against the Brewers moving forward. And the wild card race is a little interesting in that the Padres have now lost four straight, and the Reds two and a half behind them. The Braves and Phillies tied in the NL East are four back, and the Cardinals... Four and a half back in the wild card. Got some traffic in front of them that they have to weave through with just about winning now. More after the news. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 